I feel bad for John who has to put up with this bullshit. <laughs> we love you, John. And I'll make love to you, John. <laughs> I feel sorry for him, too. Put up with our dumbasses. And welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai, and joining me tonight, we have our wizard of wait, what, Chinoda. I had vodka before drinking. Wait, no. Before. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you, oh, how, you definitely are drunk now, buddy. Woo! He's Shut fucked up now. So I had vodka before I started this. That, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> he he was pre-drinking and our chivalry of Shota's Shotaro Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang hey. is not, that is not called for at all but tonight we're going to be talking about something that uh, some of you may have heard of uh, Anime Expo is recently and uh, we just wanted to get together and talk about some of the news and announcements that came out of Anime Expo 2019 uh, worth mentioning, none of us were actually there, <laughs> um, but we're still going to talk about it anyway. Um, and I want to get started by talking about a couple of news items that happened in the couple of days before Anime Expo actually kicked off. So these announcements didn't take place at the Expo, but they just happened to kind of coincide with the week of it. Um, the first and probably the biggest, I guess if you're an Attack on Titan fan, is the fact that Attack on Titan has announced that its final season will premiere in the fall of 2020. All no, the are like, Studio Wit isn't gonna animate it anymore, it's never gonna get an end, but it's getting animated by someone at least. Yeah, it's, that, that that's my biggest thing. So this, this announcement did not include a studio. It did not include any kind of, like, crew, like a director or, or anything. Um, so that is, at least for now, as of the time it's recording, is still up in the air. It has not been announced. The studio wit will be, a, will be animating the final season. We do know that uh, there are some animators at... Studio Wit have, that have said that they don't plan on animating any more Attack on Titan, so it's now, up in the air, at least for now. Now, that being said, a lot of us uh, fans of uh, AOT are hoping that Studio Wit are the people that do it, because they've done a fantastic job so far. But that being said, the fact that this is uh, going to be a complete anime is rather fantastic, because, like... You don't see it happen too often, so the fact that it's actually definitive is wonderful. And if any anime deserves a complete uh, set of seasons, it's Attack on Titan, obviously. Um, I think you made but, a complete adaptation, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, 
It's also it's, worth well, mentioning you the say manga adaptation, but the manga isn't finished yet. It is. It's not finished yet. I I I'm assuming it's going to be finished before fall 2020. If I um, if it's not, if it's not, I just want to say right here and right now, I will get the popcorn ready and brace myself for a Game of Thrones style backlash from the fans because they have an anime original ending. Sir, please don't say that. That's a nightmare. Um, also, but, I do want to say, I do want to say, in before JC staff picks us up, and it's a twelve no. episode final season that rushes through everything. No, Girl, stop! JC staff already, isn't that bad. That already happened with part two of season three. It was pretty rushed, and I could tell that Studio Wit did not want to finish animating this. I'm, I, I'm like. I'm more than fifty percent sure that the final season is not going to be animated by Studio Wit. I don't think it will be, but I do think whoever picks it up, um, it will be well animated in their style. I personally mm, hope perhaps. that Studio Wit does uh, do it and finish it up with uh, all their talent and just finish it out. You did the whole anime, be proud of it, and then move on to the next thing. I hope that's what they do, but we'll see what they do. Yeah. Um, also worth pointing out the the very very short teaser preview that was released reveals absolutely nothing <laughs> it's just it's basically a fucking wall of texas the final season 2020 i'm like all right well that tells me nothing as someone who's read the manga shit gets wild like show can back me up on this <clears throat> i'm not fully caught up but um does get wild. We're, agree. we're, we're past I, where okay, the anime so, ended so no, we we know since, what happens since since both of you have or are currently reading the manga, do you actually think it's going to be finished by the time this anime starts airing? I think I really... so. They have time to uh, do it. Like the manga, they said uh, it's going to be finished very soon as the time of this recording. So I think they'll be able to soon finish TM. it off. Soon TM, okay. obviously. But yeah. I actually haven't watched the last episode that has aired of Attack on Titan. Have you, Chinoda? I have, I what, have. What and... was the, what did they end on? Wow, uh, oh. spoilers maybe. Oh, okay, yeah. fine. Well, we won't do that then. But so, what I'm <laughs> did trying you forget to say, we were recording. What I'm trying to say is that I'm not entirely sure what the end goal, what is trying to happen in Attack on Titan the manga. I don't know where they're trying to go, so I don't know really where it's gonna stop. So I don't really know what. Well, allegedly, this is the final arc of the manga, but I don't know how it's going to end. We'll see how it goes, is the thing. Game of Thrones. Stop saying that. (laughs) You're giving me bad flashbacks. I'm just just throwing it out there that it's a possibility. (laughs) It's always a possibility. I don't want that possibility. Oh, man. Uh, So, something else that happened right before uh, Anime Expo happened was... A partnership was announced between Crunchyroll and Viz Media for home video and digital distribution within North America. Um, I personally think this is something we're talking about because since the Crunchyroll Funimation split, Crunchyroll doesn't have a great track record when it comes to distributing their own stuff like in physical format because uh, they really don't have a underpinning of it they're a streaming company they started out as a streaming company that's what they're allegedly good at um 
so I think this partnership that they have with Viz Media that's been announced can only help them in that regard. Um, Viz Media has a really good distribution arm when it comes to um, physical media like DVDs and Blu-rays. And they also have a pretty good manga distribution arm, which is something I think that Crunchyroll can utilize because a lot of people may not realize that Crunchyroll also licenses manga that you have to watch on their shitty manga reading app. It would be nice if some of the stuff that they license could be physically released. It's some of the if stuff it's not that available they license is physically released. Yeah, um, but not everything. I mean, I I prefer to read it like simulpubbed on their website, even though their manga reader is shit. Like they have good titles. It's just their manga reader. Their manga. Yeah, their inter- the interface is really bad. Yeah, the UI is pretty bad. Um, like so if they just they like improve, improve it. Yeah. Oh, I'm not saying like they're, they're sim- they they get stuff out in a timely manner. I'll give them that for sure. It's just dealing with that awful interfaces. And like you can't uh. even bookmark manga. No, that's my biggest <laughs> thing. That's my biggest fucking thing against their manga reading app is that if they just added that, I could get over their shitty user interface. Like I I might be reading something and I want to come back to a, a page later. Like let me do that, please. And like don't make me go to every single manga and see if it's updated like at least if you put it in my queue, then I can see with one look. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, problems with it, and we hope that uh, there are improvements that happen to it in a timely manner rather than like six months later, but. Or never. Yeah. Overall, <laughs> though, it's better than like no legal options still, but we do want yeah. improvements. Yeah. Crunchyroll will only improve if there is a mob riot. Um, not that we're advocating such things. <laughs> <laughs> we're not Digibro. No. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> On that note, so I want to get to the actual convention itself. And before we get to some of the news that came out of the convention, I do want to genuinely talk about the convention itself. Oh, boy. Here we go. I know. Here we Here we go. Here we go. Brace yourselves because it's coming. Anime Expo has a problem when it comes to day one um, in that they don't know how to do day one. Um, and this happens every single year, but it's always a different cause, or they say it's always a different cause. But there always seems to be a thing of people actually getting inside the convention center on day one that's a problem. And this year was no different. There were reports of attendees having to wait five or more hours outside in the heat of los angeles to get into the convention center on day one um there was uh, again allegedly because we weren't there i'm going off of what many people who actually attended the convention on day one have said like on twitter and facebook and whatever have said that there was very little organization there were almost no signs pointing you as to where to go to line up so some people were staying in lines only to find out that there wasn't even a line at all um the volunteers that they had outside trying to control the lines seemed to be very unattentive and unknowledgeable as to what was going on. In fact, several volunteers reportedly quit on day one. They just walked off with everything in hand and just like said, fuck it. Um, and there were some people that had medical issues while they were standing out in the heat and and especially people who were in cosplay, I had heard this happen to a lot of them. I mean, think about it. If you're standing outside for three or four hours, five hours in L.A. heat in the summertime, 
if you're not wearing a giant fucking costume, you could probably hack it if you have a little bit of water and maybe some shade. But if you're in a costume, you're fucked. Yeah. I, a lot of I don't uh, summertime conventions need to learn that they need to do some additional health stuff uh, for attendees uh, when there's uh, big like, panels with lines. Here's an idea. Put up some awnings outside for people to stand in the shade. That'd be a start. Why don't you work for Anime Expo? I think the the my 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 thing about bringing this up is that this ever since Anime Expo got to about seventy five thousand plus attendees, this has been a constant issue for the, like the last seven to eight years, and like I I can I can sit here and I can explain ways that they could probably fix it, but they won't do it because I think that Anime Expo is number one. It will never cap attendance no matter what anyone tells them to do. And they they seem to, for whatever reason, be married to the idea of being in the city of Los Angeles. I don't know why. There are better cities in California you could go to, but there are even better cities in the United States you could go to. Like a big, a good be, example. Would it then be Anime Expo? Isn't it like based on the city? I mean, I don't under maybe, but I don't understand why it feels like it needs to be tied to LA. Like it could it could draw just as well in San Jose or San Diego. In fact, I would actually advocate for it moving to San Diego because there's a convention called San Diego Comic Con that happens every year. It's the biggest Comic Con on the planet that you never see this kind of stuff happen at. And it's a and you know, partially this might also be because the people who run Anime Expo aren't great at organizing and or maybe that just, needs to be looked at too i mean i would i would personally maybe. say they definitely need to uh move it from everything i heard like take example from otakon now they uh moved because the uh convention center was going reno uh undergoing renovations but the move helped out so much because holy crap the new location is so much better and i'm saying this well, as now, a frequent I, I heard... goer of uh, otakon I heard, I don't know this for a fact, but I think you went to Otakon back when it was still in Baltimore. Yeah, no, I also I've heard been that the convention center, years. The convention center it was in in Baltimore was starting to fall apart. It wasn't falling apart, but it was just getting way too crowded for how many people there were attending at Otakon. Like, it was definitely getting to be an issue. So when they moved, a lot of people protested against it, but overall, it actually is a better venue. Hmm. Did they, did I would. They, I mean, I was there last year, and I thought it was a pretty good venue for it. Did they move to a different city? Yeah, yeah they it, moved from Baltimore to DC. I see. And um, it's there, a huge I mean, they did. They have had a drop in attendance since they have moved, but I would argue that that drop in attendance far is far outweighed by the rise in quality of venue. Oh, for for certain, the fact that. Uh... This venue is just overall better. Definitely ma- makes uh, everything worth it. And a lot of that drop in uh, attendance is because a lot of people were unsure of the new city and all that. But yeah, a lot of people um, have been advocating for it ever since uh, actually experiencing it. Now we none of us were at Anime Expo this year, but myself and Show were at Anime Expo back in 2017. Um, I don't know. I, I you can refute me if you want on this show, but from my experience there, that convention center is way too small for Anime Expo. For what Anime Expo has become, I guess. I it, it just feels like I thought it was compared to other conventions I've been in. The the 
the dealer's room or the the show floor was constantly crowded you were running into people no matter how hard you tried not to the artist alley was way too bundled together um yeah i don't know i just think i i just think that uh overall because anime expo has gotten to this hundred and ten thousand plus attendance level it really needs to look for a new venue whether it's inside la whether it's outside i i personally would advocate for them going to the san diego convention center but like even if the different venue wouldn't the artist alley still be crowded because like each booth is pretty small it can only like support five people looking at it at once and once you once more than five look at a booth it's just like crowded so yeah but you could space out the aisles more if you were a bigger had a bigger venue are you discriminating against unhealthy weebs who can't do the cardio to get from one booth to the other Oh hell yeah! Please get fit. Listen, please listen, exercise. If you can, if you can afford to go to an anime convention, you can afford deodorant and soap and a gym men- membership. Say. That too. That too. They said it on me. It just, I, I just, it just. This has become such a constant issue for Anime Expo that the phrase "line con" has been created for it. Okay, and line con's been be... a thing for like. Ever since the beginning of anime conventions, let's be real. Uh, yeah, but it's not any not like it's been recently. I mean, when people are constantly passing out in the heat outside because it takes five or more hours to get in on day one, that should be a huge wake-up call that you have a problem. Wait, I got it, I got it. Hot take. Are too many people becoming weebs? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they need to be culled. Yes, I can't be an elitist anymore if there are billions of you out there. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next news uh, point, please. Yeah, next, yeah. Um, I just, God, Anime Expo really needs to start tackling this, and they, they need to start taking this seriously, or people might actually stop going. I mean, just stop being tied to L.A., and you can fix a lot of this issue. Just saying. All right, so actual news that came out. Let's start with day one. Um since Studio Wit isn't going to be animating the final season... We don't um, know Attack that. Stop Titan. saying that. Oh, my God. <laughs> they did announce that they are going to be doing an original anime uh, that's coming out in 2020 called The Great Pretender. So, um, is this pretender news or fake news? Shut up. Uh, you know, it could be fake. You never know. Um, but, yeah, they, they uh, announced that they're going to be doing... A uh, a twenty three episode original project called The Pretender. Um, since the convention has ended, there's actually been a couple of updates that have come out for this. Originally, all we got at the convention was a like a a teaser visual and the name and the fact that it was going to be twenty three episodes long. Um, they revealed a bunch of the staff after the convention. Uh, one of them is the director is going to be uh, Hiro Kaburagi. Um, if you don't know that name, you probably know one of the things he directed was 91 Days, and that was really well-directed anime. Um, the character designer is going to be Yoshiyuki Sadamoto, uh, who is the character designer for Evangelion and Fulikuli. Uh So there's some good names that have been... Uh, attached to this project so far. Um, Some damn big names, uh, if anything. Um, And another... uh, Go ahead. Well, in particular, I like um, Yutaka Yamada, who uh, did the Mm. music for Tokyo Ghoul, which, despite the um, 
other issues with the Tokyo Ghoul anime, the music was good. Yeah, oh, yep. and then also, also he's also doing the or yeah, also doing the music for the currently airing Villain Saga, um, which I haven't watched the first episodes yet, but I have heard they are pretty good. Um, which is also being done by Studio Lit. <laughs> Um, but we another update that came out afterwards is that the story is going to be uh, centered around a theme of credit fraud and swindlers. So it sounds it, they got a good premise going right here. I mean, I'm convinced to give this a try when it comes out. So my only what issue about you guys is that Studio Wit is known for their action shows, and this it seems mm. to be like a drama. Um, so it's kind of out of their uh, comfort zone. So I don't know how they're going to do this. Yeah. I mean, it could go well. It could go badly. You never know. It's good for them to explore, though. We'll see how they can yeah. pull it off. I can Perhaps imagine... they're stretching their legs. Yeah, I can imagine them doing well with it because of like uh, the sh- type of shots they have done before. I could see it going well, but again, we'll have to see how they manage to do it in reality rather than just speculation yeah i'm i'm just if they're doing this to stretch their legs and see what they can do i'm all for giving it a try and seeing how well they do all right so something else that was announced <laughs> the only reason i actually put this on here is because of its ridiculous title um so apparently i didn't even hear about this until this was announced apparently there's a manga out there called toilet bound Manakokun, and it's getting an anime adaptation um i had not heard about this until this was announced but apparently show knew about this before it was announced listen I only know about it because there's a cute Shota in it. So in the Shota circles I follow, they draw him. Um, And I'm ready for those circles to draw more because (laughs) that's what's going to happen when the anime airs. That's that's all I have to say about this. I will say that when I first heard about this, um, the name of this manga, I was also very... um, unsubtle weirded out yeah i was like do, do you want to so give weird. us a tldr about what the hell this is about because i i don't know i mean i can i can read the synopsis that was on anime news network go so for it uh, it says, it says this, is, okay, this is the uh this is the synopsis hanako-san hanako-san are you there <laughs> at K- Kamome Academy rumors are bound about the school's seven mysteries, one of which is Hanako-san, said to occupy the third stall of the third floor girls' bathroom in the old school building. Hanako-san grants any wish when summoned. Nene Yashiro, an occult-loving high school girl who dreams of romance, ventures into this haunted bathroom, but the Hanako-san she meets there is nothing like she imagined. Kamome Academy's Hanako-san dot 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 is a boy. Oh. That's the whole synopsis. Okay. Um. So basically, gender bent moaning Myrtle. Maybe. Yeah. Pretty it. much. That's actually a good you, analogy. Hanako-kun knows how to moan. Oh god. Oh. Moving oh. on. Okay. So another thing that was announced. Uh, this was is of great excitement to another member of our podcast who isn't here tonight, Natai. Uh, Studio Feel has announced that they will be returning to do the third season of the Snafu anime in 2020. So earlier this year, I think it 
uh, Anime Japan, it was announced that Snafu would indeed be getting a third season. Uh, I know a lot of people who loved Snafu uh, were concerned that Studio Feel might not be coming back to do the third season, but it has been now confirmed that they are. So I have not watched Snafu nor read it, um, but people tell me I should, so maybe this is a good chance for me to finally do something about that. I love Snapple tea. <laughs> On that note, uh, I, none of you read or watch Snafu? Nope. I watched the anime. Oh, but What do you think oh. of it, Cho? I liked it at first, but then it just got too confusing. Like, it was like, like they started referring referencing like I don't know I don't know how to describe it like they tried to do a lot of talking without speaking they tried to do like nonverbal communication too much to the point that I didn't understand what was going on and I thought it wasn't as I just I thought it lost its flair. Interesting. I still want to give it a try just because so many people say I should. It was quite popular. It is. Um, it's certainly Natai, I know, loves it. So I'm sure he's very, very happy about this news. So next, uh, one person who was at Anime Expo Anime Expo this year, easy for me to say, was Katsuhiro Otomo, who is the manga behind Akira. Uh, I love Akira. I love the manga. I love the original anime. I think it's absolutely wonderful. One of the greatest things ever to come out of the anime industry. Um, but since he was at Anime Expo, one of the things that was announced from him is that he is going to be working on a new uh, film for with Sunrise called uh, Orbital Era. And uh, not a whole lot was released about this. I'm assuming it has something to do with space travel. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Okay, so I actually didn't see this in the article. Apparently, there's been an update since Anime Expo. It says, The plot takes place in the near future on a space colony under construction. It is an action-adventure story following the lives of some young boys surviving in this peculiar environment as and society as they are tossed around by fate. Uh, the reality found in mankind's future will be de- depicted through their perspective. So, could be interesting. All I know is that it's CG, so I'm not watching it. <laughs> oh but, my god okay have says you, the man have you, says the man who watched fucking the remake of legend of the galactic heroes and thought it was good that wasn't full cg there was a lot of it though uh this is full it was CG. still good damn chill no but like the characters are cg i can't deal with cg characters you chinoda you have not seen this preview have you i haven't no then you don't know the horrors that await in Orbital Era. <laughs> Maybe they will improve the animation for the actual, what is this, movie, show, whatever. It's a movie. Movie. But um, the trailer ain't pretty. But I do want to uh, point out that uh, Jay Balvin is going to be collaborating with M-Flow on the theme song, <laughs> Which I'm like, oh my god, actually non-Japanese artists making music for Japanese media? What? What? Not unheard of, but very rare. Hopefully yeah, uh, it gets more and more uh, yes, a thing. Yes, please. They should do Cardi B next. Oh yeah, my no, god, no. Not. 
I you're fucking fired. You got J Balvin, you got Cardi B, you know, just like just every every artist. Listen, JoJo uh, did it right. They do actual good music. No, yeah, they don't go. even make there new songs. Go. It's not new songs, though, right? Most no, new songs they're... are garbage. This not might there be you go, go. man. Can I speaking. get? Can I get a fucking amen? <laughs> oh <my God. clears throat> um, I the biggest the biggest um surprise for me out of this announcement was that Sunrise was doing it. And like Sunrise, what? Where have you guys been? <laughs> They used to be known as like the Gundam Studio, and now they're like they pop their heads up every now and then, like we're still here. They're, Hi, they're beyond the horizon. There, there you go. Um, but as if that wasn't enough to lift Sunrise out of complete obscurity, uh, Otomo came back with yet another announcement that the Akira manga is getting a brand new anime project and it's not going to be a movie. It's going to be a fucking series that has been touted as a complete adaptation of the manga. Now this is, this is in my opinion, the biggest news that came out of anime expo this year. I have a degree, but uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I want to point out for those of you who have seen the Akira movie, um, but have not read the Akira manga, the Akira movie still, ends at roughly the halfway point of the manga and for those of you that haven't read it you're probably going to really enjoy this series because some real banging shit happens in the second half i would argue the second half is actually better than its first whoa that is Um, promising a lot and as someone who hasn't uh, read it it better live up because holy shit that sounds extremely fantastic yeah, so, um, and this also is being done by Sunrise, so fingers crossed that they still got some wind in their sails, because this, in my in my estimation, this, I, I hesitate to call it a remake because it's not a movie, um, but this reboot, I get anime reboot of Akira. It's not uh, a reboot go, either, right? Eh, a re... I don't know. This this anime series adaptation of Akira uh, could go one of two ways: either horribly badly or really, really good. <laughs> I don't think there's going to be an in between. We'll have to see. Uh, uh, you haven't seen Akira, have you, Show? Nope. Wait, Show? Sad what? Man. You said Yo, where I wasn't have born to... in 1901. It- Whoa! Neither was Whoa. I, but I still watch it. The fuck, yo! You need to fix that mistake, honey. If it hasn't aired in the last season, I'm not watching it. <laughs> we'll fucking come up there and whoop your ass. Oh no! Please, oh, daddy, man. don't be too. Oh hard. whoa! Oh god! Um, so anyway, <laughs> wow. Um, there, there was no like release date or any kind of timeline that was given for this new anime Akira series. Um, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it's probably not gonna be 2020. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a guess. This is a complete guess on my part. I'm gonna say summer or fall of 2021. That's gonna be my educated guess about when this might come out. Uh, one thing we did get a solid release date on is the fact that there is going to be a complete ground-up 4K remaster of the original 1988 Akira film uh, that is going to be released in Japan on uh, April 24th, 2020. Now, someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this will be the first 4K anime. I think you're right. 
I can't think of any other anime that's been either remastered or been done recently that was announced as 4K. So I think this is going to be anime's first 4K uh, offering, which I got to be honest with you, I'm very happy with that it's something like Akira that's going to be the very first anime in 4K. I literally don't think you'll be able to tell the difference. I can't. Oof. But Honey, um, yeah. can we you would even have tell the difference see. between 720 and 1080? Yes, I can. <laughs> Especially if I'm watching on a 1080 screen. Sure, Jan. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm, I'm definitely excited. So much good Akira news uh, coming out. And I have one last piece of uh, Katsuhiro Ozumo news. Uh, Kodansha announced... Uh, at Anime Expo, that they are going to be releasing what they're calling the Complete Works Project. So every every piece that he's ever worked on is going to be collected into one giant fucking collection from the very beginning of his career to now. So I am personally very excited about that because he's pretty good, man. None of you have ever read any of his works, have you? Nope. Not that I know of. Hmm. That's a shame. <laughs> I mean, I don't particularly pay attention to who does what normally, so... I mean, Akira is by far his most popular. Uh, he also did Steam Boy, uh, uh, Robot Carnival, uh, Armageddon. I don't know. They're all worth reading, in my opinion. I just wanted to point that out there, that I'm very excited that it's all going to be compiled into one big omnibus format. No, that is pretty cool. Someone... Uh... Someone like that getting a lot of recognition is always really cool. Yeah. Um, we're still on day one of the announcements, by the way. <laughs> um, all right, so something else that was announced. Demon Slayer, which I think all of us that are watching it on the podcast are really enjoying so far, uh, was God announced tier. that it was... It's 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 definitely, if it keeps up its current quality, it's going to be an Anime of the Year nominee worthy for sure. Um it was announced that it is going to air with an English dub on Toonami. Uh, Chinoda, you kind of keep up with stuff like this. I have to ask you a question. So, Can you think of a time when an anime that was currently airing in Japan was also available on Toonami? Oh. With the exception of Fooly Cooly. Because that's a, that's a rare case. That's a special case. Let me... I don't think so, honestly. Like, this is a... This is pretty different, and it, I mean it's great, but I can't think of uh, anything else that's been uh, that's been the same story. Yeah, I can't think of one either. I, I when I saw this news, I, I was thinking for a long time, and I just can't think of any time that Toonami was airing something while it was still airing in Japan, unless it was a long-running show like Inuyasha. But I don't think that was on Toonami back in the day. Maybe it was. I don't remember. Inuyasha? I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, it was. Was it on Tsunami? Yeah, it okay. was. Way back when. So maybe you could say that, but not something this short that was still airing. Yeah. No, I don't think it was uh, airing co-currently back, uh, back then. Like, hell no. That was that was yeah. just not a thing back in the day. I saw, I wanted to, to point that out because it's, it's interesting news that this might be a first for Tsunami. Uh, so what we got here next? Oh! Did I add this or did someone else? Not me. Oh, which one? Oh, okay. Um, the about the plunderer TV anime. I think this was me, but I don't remember why I put this here. Honey, I don't know why you put it there either. 
I don't know. I for some reason I put the the news that Funimation said that it would stream the Plunder a TV anime. Um, I don't know why I put this here, but there it is for you. <laughs> um, Only quality news roundup from. I I anime just Club said, I'm sitting here. Why why did I put this on here? Maybe because Funimation scooped this up so quickly. I don't know. Um, I don't think this is an isekai, so that's a plus. Um. I can read the synopsis really quick. It's it's labeled as a heroic action fantasy. Uh, it's the year 305 on the Alcyon calendar, and the world is controlled by numbers. Every human bo- born is branded with a count, which could mean anything from the number of kilometers walked to the amount of people who have said your food is tasty. And if your count drops to zero, you'll be sent into the abyss. After Hina's mother's count dropped to zero, her last request is for Hina to look after the legendary Red Baron. That's what it. the fuck? What? I don't know why I put this on here, but this is on my list of things to talk about. This sounds anyway, really lame. I, why the fuck did I put this on here? Anyway, <laughs> um, maybe, I don't know. Um, but tying into that, speaking of Funimation, uh, Funimation announced a partnership with Right Stuff and Nozomi Entertainment for anime streaming. Um, I wanted to talk about this for a very specific reason in the fact that uh, with this partnership, a lot of older anime that have sort of been hard to get streaming or have had like their uh, their home video licenses expire, this now means that they will be coming to Funimation, the streaming service. Um, a couple of them that stand out is uh, Revolutionary Girl Utena, uh, the original Boogie Pop Phantom. Uh, Junjo Romantica, if that's your cup of tea. Oh, I and grab- don't put that out on and, uh, on on a family outing. Let me tell you. And here's and here here's a blast from that's gravitation. The I fuck mean, that's is that? Not that bad. I don't think those gravitation was gravitation. okay. Gravitation. Okay, was listen. Okay. <laughs> At least I could sit through gravitation. I couldn't sit through Junjo Romantica. But anyway, I I wanted to mention that because some of these things. Uh, will be uh, available now for streaming on Funimation. Honey, can I get Gravitation in 4K? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Of all the things to bring in 4K, why would you want that? I swear, okay, I've been trying to watch Junja Romantica, but all I can find is like the 480. I don't know if there's um, even a higher quality available but maybe it will be available maybe not after this maybe they uh, realized it was so bad they just didn't even bother anime i mean i'm sure a lot of fujoshis get excitement from uh <clears throat> or satisfaction True. from uh that show um i'm actually kind of jumping ahead here but since we're talking about right stuff and nozomi i did want to bring up something that they announced on day three of the convention uh they did announce that announce at their panel there were a couple of things that they have picked up the license for which i assume now means that they will also be available on funimation at least eventually um uh sayonara zetsubo sensei 80 police el hazard el hazard 2 uh and el hazard the alternate world were all picked up by uh nozomi and bright stuff. Uh, I mentioned this specifically for Sayonara Zetsubo Sensei. If you haven't watched this anime, fucking watch it when it gets onto Funimation. It's definitely worth your time. It's really, really good, and I don't think it's actually been available for streaming uh, anywhere else, as far as I know. Uh, it's it, just do it. I, I I'm not even gonna tell you what it's about. Just do it. It's it's 
what Shaft worked on right before Monogatari. Oh, that's okay. Um, and it's where it's where the Shaft head tilt really sort of originated from. I won't. I don't think it's right the first thing there was a Shaft head tilt in, but it certainly made it popular. Anyway, I, I wanted to bring that up. So day two, day two of the convention. We're finally at day two. Um, I the first bit of news, and I think one of the biggest things to come out of of day two. Well, maybe one the second biggest thing. Um, there is an anime movie coming out called Human Lost. Uh, it's, it's teased uh, quite a bit ago. It's a three D CG film, so you can go to sleep right now. Show, um, but. Uh, it was announced that the film will open in North America before it opens in Japan. Whoa, what? That's pretty crazy. Uh, um, yeah, it's being it's gonna open in American and North American theaters before it opens in Japan. So that's has that ever even happened before? I I can think of a time when it happened concurrently. I mean, it pretty much did that with the Pokemon movies back in the day. Oh, honey, all they, that stuff I said about Orbital Era, I was ta- actually talking about Human Lost. Oh, for honey, you? Honey, there's too many anime films. <laughs> and you don't even watch anime movies. No. Um, yeah, uh, I forget where I was going with this. Um, uh, fuck, I, I, I can't think of... The only thing I can think of is ones where it's happened relatively concurrently, and I'm pretty sure the original, like the first two or three Pokemon movies back in the day came out in America very, very shortly after they started airing in Japan, like two or three weeks after. So that's pretty close enough to concurrent in my mind. I mean, you've already heard my take on this film. (laughs) Go ahead. No, you've already heard it. Oh, that it's... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you weren't wrong about Orbital Era being CG either, but... (laughs) I I don't even know. I didn't even look at the the other film, so I don't know if... um... What was it? If Human Lost oh is the God. name of it. No. Wait. Orbital Era is also CG? Yes. Oh my God. That is so confusing. Okay, well. Well. Uh, um, I think it premieres... I, I can't really see where it... Oh no, they haven't announced where it's actually gonna, when it's actually going to premiere yet. Um, but they have said that it will premiere in, in North America before Japan. I just thought that was interesting news. It's um, definitely unique, also, and I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what exactly they're doing with this because, like, it's rather unheard of for certain. It's um, I will I will point out that this this movie is based on a novel by Osamu Desai, so it will not be fun. It will not be happy. It will not be. It will be everything that you can think of as depressing. Sounds like a good time, except it's in CG. You know, honestly, <laughs> isn't it just inherently depressing because it's in CG? Whoa. I'm not even going to respond to Big that, thought. you motherfucker. <laughs> uh, yeah, your hot take is shitty. <laughs> um, all right, so day two was also some big trigger news, and if you followed the podcast for any of the time, you know that I fucking love Studio Trigger. Um, trigger revealed uh, at... Uh, anime expo that little witch academia director yo yo shinari who is ah oh, bless that man uh is is going to be directing a new completely original television anime titled bna which stands for brand new animal i love boku uh, no hero academia oh you motherfucker shut up with that bullshit um 
and they're bringing back um, the script writer of Gurren Lagann and Kill a Kill, Kazuki uh, Nagashima. So that's very, very uh, promising. Uh, it's going to be premiering on, in 2020. Now, I don't think this has been officially confirmed, but it's sort of been soft confirmed that Netflix has picked up the distribution rights for this outside of Japan. How was it soft so, confirmed? I'm curious. I, I think someone had asked a question at the at the panel that this was announced at because there was like a Q and A session afterwards, um, and uh, they kind of let slip that they were happy to be working with Netflix again. Uh. Um, so that sort of has been officially confirmed by Netflix or anybody else, but it was sort of soft confirmed by someone saying that. Okay, so we don't actually know, but we know. Maybe I w- I will say if this is at uh, Little Witch Academia like levels with the money that Netflix threw at them for that, I definitely look forward to seeing this. I'm, but it's Trigger, so I'm going to watch it anyway. I'm not a furry, so I probably won't be watching this unless those uh, animal heads are masks. They might be. They could be. They could be in suits. You know? Because I see that. The alleged woman, I'm not entirely sure, has... Uh, did you just assume has, her gender? No, they say one of them is a woman. Uh-huh. And I did say alleged. Anyways, the one who is sitting um, on the poster art has human legs and human feet and human arms. So I'm not... So they're, not they're not full furry. They're just like soft furry. So I don't know how comfortable I am with that. Like All I'm saying is I'm going to be looking level. forward to the uh, porn. Oh no. my god. No. no. Moving on to some other Trigger news that came out. So Trigger also announced that their latest anime offering, which is the feature film Premiere, which Chinoda and I will be seeing at Otakon in a couple of weeks. Hell yeah. Um, and then going directly yeah. afterwards to Trigger and to, to talk Q&A to them panel. about it. Oh, that'll yeah. be great. Um, yeah, that's, it's going to be great. Um uh, they announced that they, along with their partner, I don't know if your sister's parents had Inyav or NYAV, I don't know. Um, they are, NYAV is doing the dub for Premiere, um, but they are doing it with intense, and I, I emphasize that, intense supervision by Studio Trigger, and to the degree that Studio Trigger will be making the casting decisions for the dub. Um, that is some unprecedented control, if I've ever seen it. Is it unprecedented? Um, I thought it's I mean, been there, done there have before. been some. There have been some individuals who have been pretty deeply involved with dubbing and translating processes. A good example of this is Nisio Eason, the writer of the Monogatari series, was or still is pretty much, pretty involved with the translation, English translation of the novels that's going on right now. Um, but I don't think an actual studio as a whole has been ever been this invested. I could be wrong. Um, if anyone can think of one, please let me know. Um, I just thought it was interesting that they're going to be making decisions on the casting. I'm looking forward to it because it actually shows that they're starting to invest more in worldwide releases and such, and that they actually care about all their audience. 
And let's be honest, Studio Trigger definitely appeals itself more to the Western audience than anything else. They've even said that before, that they they actually seek to appeal themselves to a Western audience. And you know, that's fine, but good... like now they're even showing more proof of it. It's fantastic. And yeah, it helps us, sure. of all people, sh- uh, see their true vision as it is. Yeah, I think so. I think if a, if a studio can have say over who gets cast, maybe you'll have better casting decisions. Although, if they're not speaking the same language, I wonder how that's even possible. I'm sure they have uh, people that uh, they just like or recognize as good talent. Uh, I, I trust in them. Uh, I'm sure it'll... I hope it'll go well. well. We'll see what happens as it comes out. Trigger will save anime yet again. That's what's going to happen. Because <laughs> they always save anime, Chinoda. Next news. <laughs> yeah, so on to day three, and I know for a fact that someone besides me added this here. Of course, I yes, I did. Um, so apparently Persona 3's director, Tamohisa Taguchi is now directing uh, Digimon Adventure, Last Evolution, Kizuna, anime film, um, which I didn't even know was uh, a thing because we recently had like six films of Digimon Try, um, which Which is, which I'd like to point out is Digimon Hex, if there's six films. I don't even know if there's six films. I'm not entirely sure. There's a number of films. Um, and it's try because it's the third season, not because of the number of films. Jesus. Lies. Um, but yeah, this is another throwback, which I don't, I'm, I'm not entirely sure if this is the first time we are becoming aware that this film exists or if it had existed beforehand as in the announcement had happened another time but either way it's the first time i've heard of it so that's all that matters and i'm very excited to see more digimon adventure even though digimon tribe was not that great i still have hopes that digimon adventure last evolution kizuna will be all that i dreamed of also i hope that crunchyroll streams this just like they streamed try so that i can actually watch it because otherwise i won't be able to um, yeah. I'd also like to point out that the person who's directing this also directed Kino's Journey, and that is beautifully directed. I've heard good things about it, so yeah, yeah. Also, when I first read this, all I read was Keys, and I'm like, oh, Keys and Eyes getting an anime film. You fucking degenerate! <laughs> it's like sign me the fuck right up. Oh, I here's something else that I know Show added because he wants to rant for a few minutes. Oh, no. So I'll, I'll turn this over to Show because I know I know he wants to rant. So to everyone's surprise, uh, Carol and Tuesday, the anime that began airing, what, like three months ago, is having its worldwide quote unquote debut on Netflix on August 30th. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of you, Netflix. You are so timely. You just are also, on the ball. I, I want to point out before you go. Oh, wait, beyond, hold on. Beyond any belief. Hold on. I am truly I want to point inspired. Out, I, I need to point out before you go any further. The first episode aired on April 10th, 2019. That's four months in. And let me just say that 
one month after its worldwide debut on Netflix, it will finish airing its 20, I think, fourth episode. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm just really pissed off at you, Netflix. (laughs) I will not be watching it on Netflix. I will be continuing to pirate because Mm. Netflix, you suck. (laughs) Please. Can I ask, can I ask you a question? Would it, would it be better if they had just released the entire thing on the first day of the season? If you're going to license something, then release it (laughs) when it comes out. (laughs) Do you know what the funny thing is? I have a Japanese Netflix account and I can go on there and watch it right now on Netflix with English subtitles. (laughs) Wow. Ain't that some shit. I don't understand. And we're, we actually have a plan to talk about this in an upcoming episode about anime streaming services. So, but I knew you wanted to rant about this. Side note, Carolyn Tuesday is a really good anime and I Highly recommend it. It is just, it is amazingly animated. The music is actually just incredible. Good. They have. I've actually, I haven't watched the anime yet, but I have listened to some of the music from it, and it's really good music. I don't know who they have singing it, but it has actual English songs, as in not English. Like you can mm-hmm. hear they don't have an accent, they're pronouncing the words properly, and the actual songs are like radio quality bangers um so i i'm super impressed by it it's a great show if um, only i reference could watch the, it legally the 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 singing voices for carolyn tuesday are someone called nye bricks i think is how you say that and selenia ann who but, i'm assuming both of these people are native english speakers but it's not just the two main characters. Like, there's a lot of different characters that do music in the show, and they're all amazing. So they did their research yeah, for the anime. Is what this. he's trying to say, and it and it pays off. They got they got really good talent to do their songs, which is, I mean, it's the the main point of the show is music. So yeah. they did the they put the effort where it was supposed to be put. Also, this is another great, apparently another great anime by Shinichiro Watanabe. Just Cowboy Bebop. Blech. Throwing that out there. Throwing that up. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't started watching it yet, but um, I'm definitely going to, based almost entirely on your recommendation show. My recommendations are always right. You should watch Attack on Titan. <laughs> and <laughs> Sword Art Online. You're a funny bitch, you know that. <laughs> All right. Um, so another uh, piece of, I guess, streaming news, maybe, um, was announced by Crunchyroll in the fact that they're, I, I say this in quotes mostly because it's in quotes in the article, that they're going to, quote, bring over Konosuba's uh, movie that is, I think, aired or premiered this week? Was it? I know the beginning. The beginning of July, um, and um, I I bring this up first off. Uh, congratulations, Crunchyroll! You figured out that people actually want to watch anime movies. Uh, that's that's great. Uh, you should keep that up. Uh, but I also bring this up as they didn't actually explain what bring over meant. Um, I'm assuming it, it has to mean one of two things: either they're bringing it over in the sense that they're going to have it available to stream. 
or they're bringing it over in the sense that they are going to put it in American theaters. My assumption is they're going to uh, have it over to stream after it's had its run in theaters. That's my assumption. That's my assumption, too, because Crunchyroll doesn't really have, a, shall we say, a penchant for putting stuff in theaters. I don't think they ever have. Unless it was something they did in conjunction with Crunchyroll, or not, with uh, Funimation while they had their partnership. Not that I remember. I don't remember it either. So I'm I'm way more inclined to think this is going to be available for streaming at some point. So congratulations, Crunchyroll. You figured out that people like watching anime movies. It only took you, but 10 years. Eh, better late than never? Maybe. Um, uh, they, they also did announce, I don't think this was actually announced at Anime Expo, I think it was announced a couple of days after Anime Expo, that they were also they had also licensed the two OVAs for Konosuba for Seasons 1 and Season 2. So if you haven't had a chance to watch those yet, you soon will on Crunchyroll. Isn't it already on there, if I remember right? Because when I saw, saw it up. It may, I actually have... I haven't I haven't looked since the announcement was made. They may they may have announced it saying that it was already up there, but they didn't. It wasn't up there before Anime Expo. I can tell you that much. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is by now as of uh, this uh, recording. So go ahead and uh, take a look. You might be in for a treat. All right, uh, and I think the last three bits of news are all ones that were put on there by show. Ah, you leaving this off to me? Okay. Yes, because I refuse to talk about Sword Art Online. Even though you should, um, on record that I recommended it. Um, so <laughs> the teaser video for the new Sword Art Online uh, show, which would be Alicization War of Underworld, which I don't know why you feel the need to make all these crazy names up. You could just say part two of Alicization. Anyways, the teaser video streamed. Um, it was not that great it was just basically asuna falling on top of kirito which is great um if you're into that uh asuna's clearly a top in the relationship um yuki i mean kirito what generic character number three i was making a mirai nikki well it wasn't funny uh but yeah i am i well actually i did enjoy alcization because of the BL shipping, but I don't think there will be any BL shipping in uh, Underworld, so I don't know how much I'm looking forward to it, but the possibility still exists, so... Isn't this the one with the rape? Which, aren't they all, don't they all have rape? Well, I know that the the original Sword Art Online had tentacle rape in it. No, the original Sword Art Online had actual rape. That's true. I was more concerned with the tentacle rape, though. I know that's your kink, but you don't have to push it on others. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm just glad that, you know, the Underworld's actually happening. Because, you know, if I don't get BL, at least I get Kirito. So, better than nothing. You sad, strange little man. Oh my god. Don't kink shame me. Okay. Too late. N- I don't know if you have anything. you guys have anything to say about this. Hell no, I watched the first episode of Alicization and I just got the biggest waste of 45 minutes of my life. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. You know I've already watched it and it's actually better than <sighs> all the other stuff, so I'm looking forward to it and see how how it all turns Excuse out. Excuse me, all the other stuff? It is not better than Demon Slayer, fuck okay. you. All the other stuff in the anime series. God. Okay, be specific when you say that shit. 
I would agree. I definitely enjoyed it because there was no uh, BL previously. So, uh, next piece of news: <laughs> Viz Media has an original series coming out on Netflix, which is debuting this fall, and it is entitled. Uh, excuse my mispronunciation, but it's called Seis Manos. That was pretty good. Okay. I don't know what that means. Do you know that? Six hands. Six hands. Oh, honey. That's a lot. Um, I only have three, but... Uh, so this... I'm going to gloss over that obviously bad penis joke. <laughs> this, this looks so bad. <laughs> um... Just from the, like, three-minute preview they posted on Twitter, the animation is so horrible. It's like, a, it's like they are... It's like it's done, like, like, paint by numbers. It's... Okay, not... Okay, that's, like, the art. The art style is not the best, but, like, they are, like, jitting around. Like, they there's no smooth motion. They're, like, one end of the room, and then the next frame, the, they're at the other end of the room. They're basically teleporting. Um, it looks like a hot mess. And also, you want to see some. You want to see some really bad movement animation. Episode seventeen of Dota. Holy crap! <laughs> yeah. Am I right, Shinoda? <sighs> Unfortunately. And it just hops around the scene. I mean, <laughs> I'm glad that Seis Manos is focusing on. Um, people of color they're focusing on mexican characters but i'm not too happy that it's like the mexican cartel because i'm like how many how many stories about the mexican cartel are there is there nothing else you can talk about about mexican people it's like really i don't know it feels isn't this this is also isn't it being directed by a uh latino director oh really well that's nice i think so don't quote me on that. I just I I I had heard back. Honey, hadn't... why isn't Jay Balvin on this? Or is that racist? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um I assume you guys I like I like how you like before you said it's like, can I say this? Is this too racist for me? Honey, honey. Whatever. Wait, let me give this to Alex. He'll say it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> um, and the last piece of news that I've added is that Ultramarine Magmo is going to be streaming on Netflix, uh, and it'll be debuting on August 15th. Now, Ultramarine Magmel also aired originally in Japan around April, um, but unlike Carol and Tuesday, it is not so readily available on the Seven Seas. So basically the only way I'm going to... <laughs> Wait, tell, tell everyone why. <laughs> Wait, why? Tell everyone why it's not because people, all the people, the sub circles kept dropping it. Well, I uh, watched the Deadfish sub and Deadfish dropped it, and then the only subgroup that's subbing it is Thunder subs or whatever. I don't know something with a thunder in it, and um, they basically are Google translating it, and I like I literally oh God, can't. I don't understand. Serious? I don't. I cannot understand what the characters are saying. So there's really no point in watching it. Um, but now that Netflix, I can only imagine the bad grammar. Now, literally, I watched the, I think it's Thundra sub, of the first episode, and then I watched the Deadfish sub, and it felt like I was watching two different shows. <laughs> like I'm like, oh, this it's probably because they're wait, actually subtitling happen? it. I'm like, wait. I didn't know that this character existed. 
Oh, like, I don't understand. Okay. But um, I'm glad that Netflix has uh, picked up Ultra Marine Magmel because I can actually watch it. And I also recommend this show. Even though it is quite unpopular, it is uh, very... uh, It's not the best animation, but the plot is very interesting. I do uh, recommend it. God. You yeah. keep on saying um, also, ultramarine, and I'm and I just keep on thinking, oh god, a 40k anime, and I like have to constantly remind myself, no, that's not what's happening. But like, god, I wish that that is what would happen. Honey, this I is... like how you made that association without even having to be like led to it. This is the last anime that needs 4k. Oh man. Um, also worth mentioning is that Netflix actually did pick up the kickstarted anime canon busters so uh if anyone i don't know did you guys ever even hear about that no what the fuck is that uh, it's sort of like uh god how do i describe this i'll just I'll fucking read the synopsis the series follows the adventures and exploits of sam and that's spelled out s-a-m a high-end royal class friendship droid who joined who's joined by a quirky discarded maintenance robot and a brash deadly fugitive together the unlikely trio embarks on an unforgettable journey in a fantastic and dangerous world in search of sam's best friend the heir to a powerful kingdom under siege so it's basically three unlikely heroes meet and go on an adventure Oh, by LaShawn Thomas. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, this is one that was kickstarted. Um, I think was it last? No, and back in t- 2016. Oh, he has a big afro. <laughs> what is he hiding in there? <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that was worth. I, Mag, I don't know if I'll even give Magmel a shot. Dude, despite your it's glowing so good. recommendation, it's so good. Uh, but yeah, that's that's all we have to talk about. Obviously, some other stuff happened at Anime Expo, but this is all the stuff we thought was worthy to talk about, and this episode's probably gone on long enough as it is. Um, is there anything else that we should talk about for Anime Expo? Um, I, oh, there is one thing. Um, first of all, Sekai Project licensed Nekopara Volume 4, uh, <laughs> uh, and the Nekopara anime comes out later this year. <laughs> Brace yourselves. Um, but although nothing has been confirmed yet, I am actually looking into going to Anime Expo next year, um, trying to convince some other members Des- of the podcast here <laughs> to go with me. Despite the 20 minute rant that Alex did on Anime Expo, his weeb ass is still Listen. desperate to go. Listen, first off, I may be able to find a back alley fucking way to get in like you and I did the year we were there. <laughs> Which was not supposed to be open, and I do not do not recommend anyone that goes there honey, sneak around the premises to try and find an open door. Honey, if you have so many problems with Anime Expo, why are you going? Because, because you despite were hippo. all of its issues, because I'm a hypocrite, but also despite all of its issues, it is still where everybody goes. All the studios go there. And that's why the... they don't give a fuck about quality, because you're going to go anyways. <laughs> God damn it. Stop calling me out on my hypocrisy. <laughs> damn. Say it as it is. Uh, anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. Nothing's set in stone yet, obviously, but um, I'm still trying to convince other people to go with me. <clears throat> that, was, that was directed at you, Sha. Huh? Are we still recording? <laughs> and on that note, thank you all. Liver- oh, 
let me try that again. Thank you all there for dropping in to listen to us. We hope you enjoyed it because we always enjoy bringing this stuff to you. If you want to check out previous episodes of the podcast, you can find us on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. If you want to keep up with what we're doing, you can join us on Discord, Facebook, Twitter, and our website. Shoot us an email if you have any questions or if you have any ideas for topics you would like for us to talk about in the future. Links to all these things will be down below in the description. As always, I have been your host, Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, everybody. Bye-bye. Get some drinks. Drink! Wait, did Show just fuck off? Show? He, he did! The motherfucker! Oh my god. <laughs> the ballsy Good night, fuck. everybody! Good night, everybody!